right, come on in, everybody. Welcome back to The Holler. TNHoller.com is where you can find us at The TN Holler on Twitter and Facebook. We also have hollers hollering all across the state. Thanks to your support, your small dollar monthly donations keep us going. Also, shout out to Elisa Parker for her support. If you're buying or selling a home in Middle Tennessee, do it through her. She supports us. And Abby Rubenfeld, if you need a lawyer for any particular reason, we appreciate her support. Today is a unique show. Representative Bob Ramsey has agreed to join us today. And he doesn't know this. I'm going to tell him right now. He is the very first Republican legislator I've ever had on the holler. Nobody (laughs) has ever taken me up on that before. So really do appreciate his willingness to come on here. Representative Ramsey, how are you today? Oh, doing fine. Doing fine, Justin. I appreciate you. Really appreciative to be able to have this conversation. And I don't know if it's why you're willing to do this, but we should start out by letting folks know that you just did have a primary. You lost your primary. Did you see that coming? How do you feel about it? I did not see it coming. I've served 20 years on the county commission for Blount County and 14 years in the state legislature, and I've always had very good support, even from both parties. Taken by surprise, we had a lot of uh, outside influence invested in Blount County, as we did in several other communities across the state, was intended to influence the elections, and apparently it worked. So I didn't expect that. I think one of the big issues is uh, low voter turnout. Statewide primary, we only had about 15% abysmally low, and when you have that few votes, anything can happen. You, You know, it's not my seat. It belongs to the citizens and comfortable with the fact that they have made their wishes known. Had it been a better turnout, I think the outcome would have been different. Let's dive into that for a second. You mentioned that money came into your race. And so I want to talk about that because there's a lot of truth to that. We saw money come into your race and it also came into Terry Lynn Weaver's race. The headline in the Tennessean was pro-charter groups spend big in Tennessee elections, help defeat two Republican state house members. And then the Tennessee education report talked about Team Kid, which is a PAC funded by Tennesseans for Students' Success. The general theme here, privatizers didn't appreciate that you didn't fall in line with school privatization. Is that a fair assessment? I think it is. Terry Lynn Weaver and I were two of the representatives that did not vote for vouchers. Governor Lee proposed. That was a significant part of it. I'm told that uh, we're not the only ones that were defeated. East Tennessee had some resistance to privatizing and, and doing away with public education. So you just said something that I want to pick up on right there. You said do away with public education. And you said it pretty matter-of-factly and fairly casually. And it is what a lot of people have been warning about when it comes to vouchers and charters and Governor Lee's education funding overhaul, TISA. The originator of vouchers, Milton Friedman, said to Alec in 2006, the ideal way would be to abolish the public school system how vouchers. Do you really believe the goal here, Rep. Ramsey, is to do away with public education, which is what you just said? I do believe that. My sense is that since integration, there has been an effort nationwide to fund private education with public money. So vouchers and charter schools in a lesser manner have uh, become the tool to do that. My opponent actually did put in his mailers fund students not 
schools a good capsule of what the intent is to alter public education. I have been a, an opponent of that, and I think that's been Governor Lee's initiative from the first. We've even seen some efforts since the Hillsdale incident that maybe confirm that. Rep. Ramsey is the very first Republican I've ever had on the holler, and anybody who has watched the holler has heard us talk about privatization, has heard us warn about what's happening to public schools, and now we have a Republican representative, a legislator coming on here and saying he's worried about the same things from the inside, from what he's seen. So his quote in the Tennessee and sending your kids to private school on public money has been the holy grail since integration for conservatives. And he's making a link there to integration, highlighting the racist roots of this effort, which is no secret. Governor Lee has made this his priority from the beginning. And actually, Rep. Ramsey called out Governor Lee and proponents of his voucher program for dangling essentially money to get them to vote in support of his vouchers, which barely passed in a vote held open by Glenn Cassida for like a half an hour while they convinced Jason Zachary to flip. You're saying that this is essentially the motivating factor for Governor Lee. Where do you think this drive to change public schools comes from? Is it a money grab? Is it ideological? What's at the root? Well, I think it's more ideological. Anytime you have an initiative with huge influence in government, you're going to find people that operate with an intent to uh, capitalize monetarily on the initiative. The basic uh, initiative is something that started decades ago. It's got a tremendous amount of influence. I'm not on here as a Republican or a Democrat, and I'm honored, of course, to find out that I'm the first Republican. I didn't know that. And certainly I'm not here to uh, denigrate my party in any way. Feel uh, free to. <laughs> there are people that are self-serving in any party, in any group, in any philosophy. I don't think that money is the basis. I think that philosophical rejection of public education and all it entails as far as influence from our general public is really what the genesis of this idea is. And we saw that come to a peak. And when integration popped up, I think that's probably where the roots were fertilized. And that's that's why we're where we are today. So it's essentially a vilification of the public school system, right? They paint government schools out to be the bad guys. There's a lot of fear mongering. So often the Republicans that are your party that votes for this stuff doesn't want these things in their own district, in their own county. So when they pass vouchers and they push charters, it's usually for Memphis and Nashville and places that there are no Republican legislators. But if you ask them, do you want it in your county, your district? they immediately say, absolutely not. Do you find their hypocrisy in that? I must say that I, th I think you are accurate in that. When I first went to the legislature, we had a tremendous limit on charter schools and they were only for specific failing school systems. And I've seen that change drastically. People that in their districts have charter schools, they would come to me and say, hey, I hope you guys do 
have some charter schools and put them in your district and you can see what a mess it's caused in our districts. I think maybe what really brought this to a frenzy is the pandemic. Children had to stay home. Parents got a better view of what was going on in the schools, what information they were being exposed to. It was upsetting to the point that they have become inspired to alter that according to their own desires. I think maybe charters is maybe the foot in the door and vouchers are the ultimate target. I completely agree with you. I would offer the pandemic was used as an opportunity by those who want to push this agenda to fire up those people that you're talking about and that it wasn't necessarily an organic flare up. They took advantage of this situation. There were the mask issue, CRT became a thing and Certainly, Tennessee has been the tip of the spear for a lot of this stuff. Brooke Rowley says, why shouldn't the tax dollars allotted for each child simply follow the child private public Montessori homeschool? And I'll give my answer to that, and I'd love to hear yours. But my answer is, as a society, we make an agreement with one another that there are certain things that we're going to fund so that at the base level, there is like a bare minimum that people have access to schools, roads, libraries water, that kind of thing, where we fund them as a public service and we all agree that we're going to be in it together. And if we start to make everything a la carte, where you can just take your money, go wherever you want, keep it, then suddenly society starts to break down and who really gets hurt are the most vulnerable people in our society. You do have the freedom to go to private schools. You do have the freedom to homeschool. But as a society, if we want strong public schools, which is the bedrock of our society and democracy, we have to continue to fund public schools. What would your answer to that be, Rep. Ramsey? I would have to agree. I get comments all the time. We, we of course, have three school systems here, which are excellent school systems. Uh, we get a huge bang for our buck with Maryville, Alcoa, and Blount County exceed all expectations. Constantly get people that come to me and say, hey, look, why am I still paying property taxes in, in proportion. I don't have any children in school. I tell them somebody worked in an assembly line somewhere where you grew up and they paid taxes so that you could go to school. And that's the way that we have designed the system to create opportunity. The vouchers assigning the money to a student would savage the funding of our public school system, then everybody loses. People that design and plan incarceration systems, correction facilities, can go to a community and predict how many jail cells they're going to need in the next decades by how many children graduate from third grade without being able to read. So I think it benefits everybody to have a healthy public school system to encourage and bring opportunity to everyone. Rep. Ramsey's opinion about this, which he has stood by as these privatization efforts have happened, seems to be why he just got primaried and beat by these PACs pouring money into his race. And he's not alone. Terry Lynn Weaver is another one who voted against Governor Lee's privatization overhaul, TISA. One of the issues that I have with Governor Lee on this is Brooke is saying, well, why not just let money follow the kid? And I think that's at least an honest way of looking at it. Governor Lee is teeing up a system to do that while also trying to tell us he's fighting for public schools, cares about public schools, values public schools. It feels like there's something kind of dishonest about the way this has been presented to Tennessee, because I think if he had said what Brooks says, which I have actually seen him say in a town hall before, people wouldn't want that. People would vote against that. So he has to pretend that he's strengthening public schools 
while actually teeing up a system that Brooke is talking about. Is that a fair way to look at it? I truly believe it is. The discussion that he had with the Hillsdale representative may have been more of an accurate depiction of the concept and value that they place on public education. That's right. Yeah. And that's why he didn't distance himself from it, right? Because he agrees. Uh, Okay, you don't have to go with me on that, but I'll I'll take that laugh for what it is. I appreciate you being willing to stand on that. You know, one of the things that we're seeing coming up soon, Hillsdale-affiliated charter schools. You mentioned Hillsdale. Obviously, I think people by now know Hillsdale trash teachers said it's easy to teach, basically, and then wouldn't back away from it. Governor Lee has asked them to bring 50 to 100 charter schools to Tennessee. We've seen four Hillsdale-affiliated charter schools apply in local counties and get rejected resoundingly rejected. Now they're appealing to a state appeal board loaded, I believe, with Governor Lee handpicked pro-charter people. Do you think they're going to overrule these local school boards? And what does it say about Governor Lee's and your party, aside from you, the commitment to local control that they're willing to let a state board overrule these local counties? I opposed that piece of legislation when it came up. Preparations have been made to make this a slam dunk. Local education authorities really have no power. Preparation has been made fully and totally. We here in Blount County, we love our school systems. They're exceptional. Charter tribe here maybe eight years ago and actually sued the county school system, and it cost them $200,000 to fight that suit. They had the authority at that time, but there's going to be a a totally different situation now. There is a charter school in the wings. Uh, It's been uh, applied for in Blount County. I think everybody is going to be amazed at what pressure that puts on our other three school systems. Preparations have been made uh, legislatively that there's really going to be no options but to approve it. If things keep going the way they're going in Tennessee with these privatization efforts, what do you think our schools look like in 20 years? There will be a voucher program that finds favor with the public. Public schools we have left are going to be diminished hugely. I foresee that some will gain and others will lose precipitously, which will make all of us as as citizens of our communities lose. A healthy public education system means a healthy society and character of a community. If we're going to deal with all these other issues, prosperity and law enforcement, incarceration, mental health, all these other things, I mean, we've got to have a healthy public education system. I think it's going to be way lopsided the way things are going. I agree with you. And people should also understand you have also been a proponent of Medicaid expansion, which was something that your party did not get behind where that's a position that you took. Just to put a a finer point on this about Governor Lee and, and what's going on with education, when Governor Lee says he's a friend of public schools in this state, Does that strike you as disingenuous? You know, I don't think so. I've watched his legislation come forward. And when he first proposed the TISA, it it actually failed in committee until he mitigated the impact on the public education system. He may be somewhat sensitive, and I hope that he is, to uh, maintaining a healthy public education system. But his actions don't reflect that. All of his actions, some of them do. It just depends on where he leads the legislature in the next decade. Well, Rep. Ramsey, I appreciate you coming on here. I just kind of want to end here with, you know, you lost this primary. We're seeing a whole new crop of especially Republican representatives come in. It's certainly the most replacement that I've seen since I've been watching. What do you think 
about the direction that your party is headed in in general. One of the best descriptive terms that people have used for America in general is divided. I think it's time for everybody to step back and say, where can we work together? That's what I would hope for. I would just encourage everyone to step back, take a breath, and see where can we work together to move forward and make life better and bring peace and some sense of harmony. Wise words. Thank you for coming on. Spread the word. See, I didn't bite. Maybe some of your Republican legislator colleagues would be willing to come on here also. I've invited them. So I know some people watch the holler and see me only talking to Democrats. I think it's because I don't ask them, but I do ask them to come on. They just, you're the first one ever to take me up. I, I didn't realize it was so perilous. <laughs> it's not. All right, Rep. Ramsey, thanks so much. Stay in touch. Good luck with whatever you do next. Okay. Thank you, sir. That was Rep. Ramsey telling you basically that vouchers and charters, the TISA bill, it's privatization. They are trying to steer public dollars to private schools to expand private charter schools, private Christian schools. That's where this is going. Rep. Ramsey wouldn't go along with it. He voted no. And so they just primaried him, dumped a half a million dollars into those races through this team kid pack, and now he's no longer there. You really can't support Governor Lee and public schools at the same time. And so if public schools are what you care about in this state, it's time to replace Governor Lee. And when you ask me, why can't we just take our money and go wherever we want our kid to go with it. What you're advocating for is essentially the disintegration of our civil society, of the things that we chip into together to create our cities, our counties, our school systems. If we start saying, I'm only going to pay for what I use, well, then we don't have a community anymore. And I'm not saying that there's no waste. And I'm not saying that there isn't bad government. I'm not saying everything we spend it on is perfect. I think we should have conversations about those things and get specific. But we can't start saying, oh, government is bad in general and everything we do is bad because the flip side of that, these things don't happen. We don't have schools. We don't have roads. We don't have clean water, a place for our kids to grow up. Vilifying government is helping people who believe that unbridled greed and unbridled capitalism is the way to go. And I'll tell you right now, you may not trust government in general, but you shouldn't trust corporations in general either. We need a balance of capitalism and community programs, lifting up the bottom, lifting up people that need it the most. Best example of this is that we don't have universal health care in this country. When all these other civilized countries have it here, you can go broke when you get sick. That's not how it should be. It doesn't need to be how it is. And it's only like that because of unbridled capitalism and greed. When we fragment, when we split apart, when we are all in it for ourselves, it's the people with the least that get hurt the most. And that's true with health care also. To bring it back to Rep. Ramsey, he took a stand against public education being privatized. He's a Republican. He just sat here and he told us everything that we've been telling you about privatization, charters, vouchers, Governor Lee's agenda, everything we've been telling you, Representative Ramsey just backed it up. He's a Republican. But you see what happens. If you take a stand, if you tell the truth, you get primaried and you lose your seat. And that's why fewer and fewer of them do. I feel like them going after Terry Lynn Weaver and Rep. Ramsey was less about going after Terry Lynn Weaver and Rep. Ramsey. It was more about making an example of them so that anybody else that thinks about taking a stand like that against Governor Lee's privatization agenda will know you're going to end up like Weaver and Ramsey. You're not going to be here anymore. But I appreciate him coming on here. I appreciate hearing from somebody across the aisle. I try to do it more. 
it doesn't happen enough. Keep following the holler. Appreciate y'all. Take care. Tennessee. 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 Tennessee.